Hey guys, this week on the awesome cast, Mike Munch joins us in studio. We're talking about Xbox Smart Glass, Black Ops 2 problems, Navy SEALs in hot water, Google Plus, missed elections, B&B, good stuff, bad stuff, whole bunch of stuff. Awesome cast. Awesome cast number 127 from the studios here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And a half. And a half. What? A half what? Half show. A half show? Yes. When did we do a half show? 127 and a half. 127 and a third. No. No. I'm Mike Sorg. I'm the guy on the couch now. And we're going to talk tech. Behind the board with me, as usual, is Chachi. At Chachi says on the Twitter. And, of course, of insertcointobegin.com. Hello. Say something for the audio people. I did. I said hello. How you doing, Josh? I am all right. Okay. I am enjoying this 127 and a half episode <laughs> okay. of Awesome Cast. I don't even know how to make the half sign. Um, also with us, back again, stranger to the Skypes, very patriotic, uh, strategically placed head, uh, <laughs> is Rob De La Creta. How you doing, sir? I'm good. I still can't. My my feed still isn't updating. So yeah, your no feed definitely is not updating anymore. I, I don't. It's know. not updating for the chat room either. It's not updating for the. Well, yeah, no, no, yeah. It's uh. Is it broken? No, no, no. It's it's our end. It looks like. Am so, I a static image at this point? Your static image at this point. God damn it! It's a shame because I'm very. Uh, I've got a theme going on here because I'm wearing my my motorcycle jacket, which is denim. I'm wearing a uh, uh, a Mackinac flannel shirt, red and black, classic. I have red and black flannel behind me an american flag to my right and uh i'm like montero quote somewhere in the frame yes somewhere you uh you definitely have the lumberjack look going on yes a little bit a little bit a little bit so uh yeah so this is the awesome oh man i might let, let you guys take this over this is gonna hurt um this is the awesome cast where we like to talk about tech social media <laughs> the like internet pain I, I am a little bit. It, it's 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 tickling. It's tickling a little it's bit. It's really entertaining. I mean, it's that it's that point. I'm not like sick. It's just like it was raining, and you know, they got the sinus problems because the weather doesn't just can't decide if it's 80 or 40. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was like it was so to catch up the the listeners and whatever. It was like what like 67 or 65 yesterday. People are walking around tank tops. Chachi, I can hear all that. Yeah, I can hear all that, that jingle jangle and, uh, going on in your drawer. And uh, my phone tells me that it was 32 degrees outside. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. So um, so either way, my, my body has noticed, and it's very unhappy with that because I'm one of those people. So uh, so there's that. Uh, so, so here I am after talking all day, and now I'm here to talk to you about stuff I want to talk about. Yay. Uh, so let's get with it. Of course, this is the Awesome Cast. Please check us out. Uh, we're at awesomecast.com. If that gets fixed any day, uh, I got to get on that one. Maybe I'll just move to Squarespace. You never know. You is never my know. website back? You're back? Did it go away? Trust you, please. Oh, no. Yeah, that one needs fixed, too. That also, oh. we might want to. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, we'll fix that here soon. Um, of course, we're here uh, live Tuesday, every Tuesday, live.sorgatronmedia.com around 7 p.m. Eastern Time. You can drop us an email at contact at awesomecast.com. Or we're also on Twitter at awesomecast. We're on Facebook. We're on Google+. Please drop us a line. We do respond 
or at least read everything. Sometimes there's no response. Sometimes you just kind of nail it on the head, and uh, and there you go. There you go. Yeah. So let's get right into it. Uh, I, I had a note here. Well, first I have a note here from Mr. Uh, Mr. The Fuzz. Right? The Fuzz? The right? Right? Well, he G-chatted me. He said, uh, I won't be on tonight, but you may want to mention the 32 gigabyte Nexus 10 and Nexus 4 are both sold out. Nexus 4 was sold out in 25 minutes. Of course, I think these are only available up on the Play Store. I think they went live today, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, of course, the uh, the 10-inch version and the new the Nexus 4 is, of course, the new phone edition of the Nexus. Uh, so, so yeah, those went pretty quick. I can't imagine those being very large numbers in general, though. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, the point here is to not be sensationalist about it. And, like, I could make four of something and they could sell out very easily because there's only four. Yeah, exactly. I mean, in, in contrast this... Um, there's also reports. I didn't put this in the rundown, but since since this brought up, this came up, I thought it's probably appropriate. Um, there's a uh, who's that guy? Steve Ballmer. I uh, was talking about uh, modest sales of the uh, Microsoft Surface, which he's not one to really kind of underplay things usually. Uh, if not, he's the other way. So what does that mean? And again, Surface, you can't really expect the Surface to be doing any iPad like numbers either. Because they're only available online, you know, much like this was only available online to begin with. Uh, the Surface is only available online and at several pop-up stores across the country. At and and at the legitimate Microsoft stores. And at the Microsoft stores, which how many of those are there? You Seventy-four. Know? Did, did, I, did I tell you that I met, I went to one? Ooh, because you were in L.A. lately. Yeah, I was in that horrible part of the country. What uh, was it like? Uh, well, so here's the way it happened. I was, uh, my hotel was next to this, like, very high-end mall with a, a Juicy Couture and a Louis Vuitton and all that good stuff. Um, and did you I'm buy me a along. purse? Did they have an Orange Julius? Yes, they did have an Orange Julius. Nice. Um, I'm walking along, and I see something that looks remarkably like an Apple store. And I, like, there was an umbrella in the way or something. And I see in the window it has this big vinyl text thing that says, Microsoft Windows 8. And then I look up and I see the giant Microsoft flag. And if you're following me on on the internets, you would have sawn uh, sawn. You would have sawn. I don't think I've ever accidentally said sawn instead of seen. Past tense did see. Um, you would have seen a, a picture of the front of a Microsoft store and me saying, "Oh my God, they do they do actually exist." Like they weren't making it up. In case you thought they were, like I was. <laughs> The Microsoft Store does exist, and it looks exactly like an Apple Store. However, there's no people inside. So that's the key difference. That's the key difference, because there was actually, I mean, they're about the same size. They're laid out very similarly. They're decorated very similarly. Um, the key difference literally was that there was 20 people in the Microsoft Store, and there was 80 people in the Apple Store. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, it was the usual Apple store where it's packed, like edge to edge. You can't move around. All the reps are busy. The Microsoft store, people are standing around twiddling their thumbs. But so I see that there's a Microsoft Surface on the table, so I'm going to go check it out. And the whole time, like, I've been looking at the promotions and making fun of Microsoft because it's easy. But I expected to, at the very least, be impressed by the hardware. And, uh, you know, you go up to the tablet or whatever and uh, and you want to lift it up, but you don't want to be that guy that tries to lift up the thing that's actually like securely attached to the table. So you like look around to make sure it's not like bolted down. 
And then I went to lift it up, and it felt like it was attached to the table. And then I actually lifted it up, and I realized it was just that heavy. Wow. Yeah, like really actually heavy. I was severely disappointed with it. I don't it's remember it being that heavy. It I, looks like an iPad 1. I don't know if you saw, we had, uh, Chilla was here last week with uh, Microsoft Surface here in studio. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember it being that heavy. It's heavy enough to be like, this is weird, especially with the cover on it. The cover probably yeah. adds a good Oh, amount. yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, that's a full, I'm not a full keyboard, but I mean, it has that, it, it, it's got more to it for sure. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, what what about uh? So so uh, did you did you get to play with it a bit more to kind of get an idea what you thought of it? Yeah, I played with it. I mean, the interface is neat, but overall, I don't like it. Because mm-hmm. like, I had it, I had an interesting discussion this week. We're all we, I was talking with uh, with my wife, and we we're kind of discussing. Okay, it's about that time. Do we you know do, do we upgrade our iPads? It's been like two years. Um, you know, Christmas bonuses are coming on and everything like that. Um, and we really looked at it and just like, well, one, we're, we determined really we don't need new iPads. They kind of do everything we want. If not anything, we'll get keyboards for our iPads we have, which are dirt cheap when you're looking for stuff for uh, iPad 1, by the way. Um, but the other thing was, I was like, well, you know, you're about to potentially for a laptop or maybe handing it down to your, your mother because she needs some stuff because her old com- her computers are, are on the last legs. Um, so... You know, what you what would you want for a laptop? And we've talked about a MacBook Air, and she says I actually kind of considering a Microsoft Surface. Hmm. So uh, she needs to look at it, but but from what she's been seeing from it, she's interested. So the commercials are doing their job at least. Uh, so so that so that's good. Yeah, I mean, the I, I was interested too until I actually had one in my hand, and it's also like. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it is a stark difference from the iPad, which may not be a bad thing for some people because it's basically, remember how the iPad 1 had all those square corners? Working on it. Yeah. Go, go ahead, sir. <laughs> First time caller. Uh, <laughs> so the iPad 1 had like all those square corners. It feels really bulky. When you put the iPad 3 next to the iPad 1, the iPad 1 looks like a tank. Yeah. And the Microsoft Surface does definitely has more of a tank feel to it, whereas the iPad 3 feels more like a sheet of glass accented by a sheet of aluminum. Exactly. Um, I think we're set up. Sir, are we set up for that? Yeah. All right, there we are. Hey, look who's here. <coughs> Mike Munz joins us in studio, sneaking in. How you doing? Doing pretty good today, Mike. Is, it, is this mic on? It is now. Hey. Hey, sounds good. There he is. Oh, we got to put headphones on. Here. You're only going to hear out one ear on that one, probably. So you hear us? You hear us all right? You hear us all right? You good? 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 All right. There we go. There you go. We were talking about uh, Microsoft Surface. Uh, the Nexus 10s and 4s all sold out like really quick today. Have you been looking at anything for Surface or anything? Well, I, I'll tell you what. I, I started looking at the Surface just because I'm, I'm getting sick of the same old options out there. I mean, mm-hmm. what's iPad done for me lately? Mm-hmm. What's the any Android tablet done for me lately? I mean, essentially, after you root it, you put it on whatever operating system you want, you can pretty much max out there. So I am kind of happy that there are some new options out there. The Surface looks the most attractive because I know the least about it. So it gives me an opportunity to go back out, break it again, try and fix it, and see where it can take me. As for the Nexus, I mean, once again, it's an Android system. So pretty much you can tap out on a phone, on any tablet you want. I have the S Galaxy S3. I'm running Jelly Bean on it. What more do I want from Android? What more can I get from Android than that? 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm really excited about the Surface, and I'd like to see a couple other people start to come out with some more interactive tablets. I think I caught the commercial with the uh, the English blokes where the girl flips the uh, netbook over and it's got a, a tablet screen on the back of the top. That's going to be the interesting thing is these laptops that come out because now we have this, but now now those those all those weird form factor like tablet phablet slash you know uh, laptop things are like they have something to work off of. You know, that we saw two years ago. It's like, oh, touch is coming. They're all trying to compete with the iPad by making their own thing. Now we have a base for that, and it would make sense. And you're really not losing computer power, I wouldn't think, if when you actually do something like that. So, yeah. yeah I, we're at the point where the hardware to do that, because we we've had, like, modular tablet PC things yep. for a decade. And they've all been terrible. But just in the last year, have the displays gotten light enough and cheap enough that you can actually create something that is as thin as a usable tablet? Yeah, exactly. So I think at some point, though, we're seeing a crossover now, maybe like a mutation of where a tablet is getting the force of a nice small netbook or a, a nice small laptop and, and vice versa. You know, laptops are becoming thinner and, and, and smaller and, you know, more cloud-based and tablets are pretty much just a smaller, thinner netbook with a, a rubber keyboard at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, also going on out there, uh, speaking of tablets, I got to play a good bit at the end of the show. Was it after the show or after Let's Play last week, Chachi, where we saw that they released the uh, smart class? It was uh, at the end of the show. At the end of the show, we were, and after you guys just posted a, a couple of days earlier, I think uh, about Smart Class not maybe not coming up until next year for the iOS. So we got to play with. Uh, well, I got to play with it a little bit. I, I I played a bit with it. Uh, the big thing, the big promise with this Smart Class, other than the whole media thing, was that Internet Explorer on my Xbox on my TV would make sense, right? Because, I mean, if you use the, the Wii browser, any other kind of web browser, I think there's one on Sony PlayStation 3. There's browsers all over I mean, I, I had the one on my Sega Saturn, um, the Dreamcast. I mean, they've all the been... Blu-ray player has one. And, and they have all been really horrible experiences, right? Like, really, really sad experiences. <laughs> so this is this is taken, and I was using it with my iPad 1 again. Um, and it gives you a service, so you, you it's pretty much like a trackpad mouse... For your Internet Explorer on your TV, you can type everything on there. Um, you have all your functions and everything. You can do kind of a little bit of gestures uh, uh, to work with the Internet Explorer thing. Uh, I have a series of uh, – I, I watched some of my wrestling videos on a site um, that actually work. Daily Motion works. That's a, you can see how I'm getting cool. my wrestling videos. So Daily Motion does work on this. But again, stuff like YouTube, stuff like Hulu is not going to work. Um Typically, it seemed like if it was something that made things work for an iPhone, it will work here. Except for YouTube and stuff like that, they're not—they're not identifying that somehow. But they have their own app, so it's not really a big deal. Um, like I said, I think I've mentioned on the show before. The I went through the list of sites, the video sites that I would check out, and the first one I got to work were uh, that I could think of were porn sites. Like your, I, I don't know if RedTube was one of them, God but something, them. but something like that, you know, like like there's a there's a million of them these days, and so, and those guys are like, we're gonna make sure we work on Xbox. They're they're always the first ones. It's fast too. I heard. I tried that. It's it, pretty it decent. Works. It, yeah, it works. <laughs> so, so yeah, we're guys. Okay, we all tried that. You know, it's, it's uh, inevitable. It was, I I installed I I uh, Internet Explorer on I, my Xbox. I, yeah, I, on my Xbox, and uh, I'm like, well, let's test this thing out yeah 
what, what can I think of to yeah. bring up? There's why more. would I use this thing? That was the other question <laughs> I had was, why would I use this browser on my Xbox, right? Like, why wouldn't I just... Right. I mean, well, for you know, no good at all. For no good, you know, for no good at all, yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently, I've not found a legitimate reason that is not, you know, to some... Illegal scene movies. Illegal, mo- illegal videos or pornography so, uh, for this thing. Uh, I mean, I could go look at Twitter and stuff. I went to other stuff. websites. I, mean, I went to other right. websites, but then I go to, like, other like, websites and be like, why would I do this on a TV? Right. You know? I, wh- what am I going to do with this thing? Except, like, find other sites with video... And the only options you gave me are, are are the sites that have illegal movies and porn. So way to go, way to go, Internet Explorer. Um, the other interesting thing I pulled it up. I was watching a little bit of Netflix. I was watching. I watched The Fighter and I watched The Warrior the other day. Both really good movies, by the way. And violent. And violent. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but but I, I got to play a little bit with the uh, 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 Discovery that they have along with that. So I'll bring up other movies, not necessarily in Netflix, but then it pulls up and it'll pull up. Like a lot of them will have like three to six to seven, uh, different services. You can also look at, you know, check that movie out on, on the Xbox. And some of them will be like, okay, this one's on Netflix, but you can also buy it from this, this, and this service, you know, like Amazon prime, like voodoo is a big one that has everything. So, so far I haven't played with anything that has the actual, like, like Game of Thrones, you can see the map, you know, interactivity or sports scores or anything like that yet. I just haven't had the opportunity to find anything. Uh, but I'm pretty happy with the promise there. And the fact that they're putting it on basically everything. Everything. Android. My, my, my Blu-ray player has a complete virtual dashboard and a Pandora built in, Netflix built in, a browser built in. My Blu-ray player does. But it sucks. Right? It sucks so bad. It's so I, clunky. I think this is going to be this. This could potentially be an answer to this. So, um, so, so, what was promised at E3 finally coming true? So, what do you think, Shashi? I know you you downloaded. You didn't get a chance to get into it. I haven't had a chance to play. But what yet. do you what do you think of this concept as kind of uh, bridging that entertainment slash internet gap? even more so to your video games. We'll see when it works. We'll see when it works. I don't think there's been any video games no, with anything out. but There's that's, nothing yet. That's the promise, though, yeah. right? So, Well, I mean, they, they promised a lot of stuff, but... I mean, getting you, the developers to do it is another right. thing. Like, I'm surprised this isn't uh, built into like, like, like the new Call of Duty or Halo 4 or something like that. Especially Halo 4, since that's a Microsoft thing. So it really feels like they kind of threw this together over the summer. They wouldn't have built it into the new Call of Duty yet. No. They're already putting too much stuff in the new Call of they Duty. They already so. have a problem uh, making sure they get the right copy of the game going out to people. Like I was telling you before the show, you hear about I this? Do. No, what's up? Apparently some people uh, went out, got their uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 2 at midnight last night, got it home, stuck in Disc 2. It's Mass Effect 2, Disc 2. Ooh. So, uh... Yeah, I guess uh, from from the sounds of it, punitive uh, damage. From the sounds of it, it seems that uh, well, you know, all these are from and, and and Mass Effect's a different publisher. We're going like Activision to EA, right? Uh, apparently, they all uh, manufacture their discs pretty much through the same manufacturer. So, so apparently, this happens every once in a while, and it just happened on a really, really big release, and some people <laughs> caught wind of it. So, yeah, yeah. Chachi, can we uh, talk about one more video game uh, related story here while we're on this uh, beat? Oh, um, you mean the one that uh, the Navy SEALs got in trouble for consulting on Medal of Honor? Yeah, you've been reading up on this one? No. No? (laughs) Well, there's absolutely nothing to read up on. 
Okay. Uh, it, if anything, they should have been smart enough to realize that they're not allowed to consult on video games. <laughs> well, they are. Apparently, they are allowed to consult on video you know, games. If they have permission. If they have permission. That, and, and the sad part is, this is apparently the team that went and shot Bin Laden. Which I mean, is exactly why they're not allowed exactly. to consult on video games. Yeah. They're single-handedly responsible for one of the most important missions that the Navy SEALs have been put in charge of. And so now they're just going to go and talk to Treyarch about, or not Treyarch, about uh, EA, about Medal of Honor. There's their go-to move on how to get into a compound. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's one of those where they've, uh, like I said, supposedly the big the big stink over this is they didn't go through the proper channels in order to do this. So they actually just went and got directly contacted and and just went and did this. But look look at the rep, look at the reprimand. It kind of makes sense from their standpoint. If they would have asked, they would have been told no. They would have gotten no kind of PR, no kind of anything out of it. Now that they did ask, they got slapped on the wrist. But the royalties are going to supersede that. Well, they got slapped on the ah, they got a little more than slapped on the wrist. They got they got I think it's two months half pay, and uh, they have a letter that's going to be in their file, which is going to seriously detriment. No, seriously, this is going to seriously detriment them from uh, getting a. I killed Bin Laden. I screwed up and helped on actually, the video game. Actually, only one of them killed Bin Laden. Well, I mean, you know, but you it's a team effort. That's why there's SEAL no, team. It says, there's no I in, in Navy SEALs. It seals. says in the article that only one of the team members was on the squad that killed Bin Laden. Oh, okay. So only okay. that one you is going to be like, letter. what? You lead with that letter first. That's the first one in the file. <laughs> I killed Bin Laden. Yeah, but. <laughs> and this thing where I revealed some classifiers or didn't get permission to talk to EA about a stupid video game. And the fact that this this came out, like, well, I think two weeks after the, the, the game even came out. So, um, yeah, it's not like Steel's haven't consulted before. Even this article here uh, with The Verge, it talks oh, about... Oh, I didn't notice this. It says they were paid. Yeah, they're yeah. paid. Well, that's the problem. Uh, that's not completely the problem. That's what I said. Problem. The fine, uh, far out, it, it's lopsided. Yeah, that, that, no, that's... That that money belongs to the military. I think it's I think it's mostly coming down to money belongs to the people. So um <clears throat> that's what it is. They took a side job. They can't take a side job. Their Double. asses belong to the government. That's Double true. dipping. That's true. <laughs> so um so there's an election a week ago. No, uh, yeah, you mean know, the one? Right? You mean the one that I watched live on air? Yeah, and yeah. And then got a left headache it up and had me stuck on. <laughs> it got a headache the because the, the websites hurt my head. There's you, a lot of numbers. You're talking about the best cupcakes in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Of course we are. Oh, okay. Uh, so the Obama victory celebration apparently did not extend to Google Plus, according to Mashable.com. Yeah. Uh, so so we all got like our our most posted, uh, most retweeted tweet of four more years. We got, uh, you know, all, all the other pictures and everything uh, on t- on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, Instagram. Probably Instagram. Most likely Instagram. I think that picture came from Instagram. But uh, apparently uh, Google Plus did not know that the president uh, was reelected. No. Uh, apparently uh, Google Plus, uh, you know, they were active for most of the election day here, according to, again, Mashable. Um you know, getting all the updates like, just like everything else, but apparently in their excitement, uh, they forgot to update that Oops. he actually won. Uh, the, the last, the feet, the feet's most recent post as of this writing, I think the next day was 
uh, oh, as of Wednesday afternoon, was it's time to go vote, posted Tuesday morning. Well, on, uh, that's not true. What? November 8th. There was an update on November 8th that said thank you. Oh, okay. So well, I, I, by the time they wrote this, apparently. Um, so, but they do say that, that, like. picture. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Obama. How can't you vote for him? Apparently he has 2.3 million followers there on Google+, Plus, but compared to the 23 million he has on Twitter and his Facebook with uh, uh, 33 million likes, uh, so yeah, it, it's definitely on the short end of the stick as far as that goes. It's so, stay there. I, th- I, just, I just thought it was a very interesting kind of demonstration of like how oh, no. unimportant Google+. Plus you don't get to is. celebrate! Yeah, Google Plus. Yeah, go keep talking about Android. Google Plus. Come on, though. I, I put it, this. It's been a part of it because he's done like the Google Hangout thing, um, and they've they've done other things like you know alongside, you know. I, they, we, again, this is the president that did a uh, ask me anything on uh, on uh, Reddit. So, uh, uh, to go to the chat room, mm-hmm. uh, Tom Bobbitt brought up a good point. What's that? Uh, it could be considered selling government secrets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in the long, in the long yeah, run, yeah. And uh, to respond to something else, he says that the others helped him get there, though, and that's the point that I was trying to bring up. The other members of the current SEAL Team 6 weren't on the team when they killed o- uh, mm-hmm. Osama. And there's another one that's in, I think, maybe a little bit of hot water because he wrote a book on the account, like an unofficial oh, yeah. book about the account. He got a lot of stuff so, from that. Yeah. Um, I have points from uh, Brother Sorg here in the chat room as well. Uh, they on uh, uh, the Xbox stuff we were talking about before. They also got rid of the Twitter and Facebook app on Xbox, which makes sense since they have the IE app now, so you can just go there. It's just not really, not really. I didn't, I never found those apps really useful in the long run. They're just like a weird way to look at your Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. So, um, wish they could integrate Twitter and Facebook into the guide button. You know, it would make sense since we have these live tiles on your phone and your Windows 8 surface or what or Windows 8 in general that have all these updates that they would start integrating that into the Xbox. I think you start seeing that next year uh, when the big update comes around because everybody's going to be used to it from the phones and the well, yeah, from the two people that have phones and uh, from everybody upgrading their, <laughs> their Windows 8. So I know I, one of them. I saw one. What's that? I saw one. What? We saw one the other night, one of the Windows phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jenda had one. Jenda had one, yeah, yeah, in a while. She was very happy with it. She's also the one that had a Palm Pre, so. She is, That's true, she did. She's she very like, alternative when it comes to phones. They come from her work, they say, so, I mean, she's not the one choosing it. Her work's giving those to her. Nice, nice. I, yeah, they're giving me phones. I'd experiment a little bit. Why not, you know? I know AJ's talking about considering going uh, Windows phone since he's like a phone whore. Yeah, well, you got to get around. Yeah. I'm, I'm about done with this S3. I don't know what else it can do. Time to move on to something else. Windows Phone's an option. Those things are huge. Then I'll it's, have my I Surface can, and my Windows Phone. I still can't get over how huge these phones are. By the way, awesome case, the Game Boy <laughs> case going on. It'd so. be better if it worked. We were kids. We were trying to figure out like how you would make a working one of those. We have a business model in we, mind. We were working on it, patent pending. Um, anyway. You just take the uh, you take the, the insides from those old... Uh, video game watches. No, even better yet, you just turn it around so it's over the screen, cut out the one part, and then whatever app you make that's the emulator, it just lines up with that screen. No. And then there you Your go. I mean, it's so, it's, so, it's so much easier. Well, Somebody's so there's already it. a bunch of stuff like that for the uh, iPhone. Yeah. 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 
we actually got the when I thought about it backwards, we thought about that uh, that phone that was in that magazine that Sean Graham had as the screen. That would work really well for it. There you go. What's you know? I was confused because I thought we talked about it before and it was an Android. It, and I think he said BlackBerry. It was a BlackBerry. It is a BlackBerry. It is BlackBerry. Okay. It is a Chinese ripoff BlackBerry. A Chinese ripoff BlackBerry. So, Official like not name. an actual BlackBerry, but like a ripoff. A faux faux. A faux faux BlackBerry. A Fugazi. Wow. Wow. What else we got here? <laughs> Where the hell? Uh, I had this in here. I I don't know. It was, there's still uh, a bunch of Hurricane Sandy. Uh, Articles trickling out, but I thought this was kind of cool. Uh, did you guys know Airbnb? Uh, they're the guys that you like. If I had, maybe if I'm, uh, I have an extra. Maybe I'm leaving my house, like going on vacation for a week, and I want to like sell the space for somebody to, you know, kind of have as their living quarters for when they are in town or something. And that's a really horrible explanation of that. But you basically to rent your your house, your property, you know, whatever. Uh, so the, the, this this site, Airbnb, uh, 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 does that. Use your words, Mike. It hurts so bad. I'm your sorry. The user words. I'm sorry. Big uh, boy words. I smell smoke. So apparently Airbnb has let, let uh, kind-hearted New Yorkers offer free housing to Hurricane Sandy victims. So they're using the service, which helps you find and organize the acquisition of renting in these places and let, letting them do it for free uh, for people that have a little bit extra space uh, ooh, ooh. to help out these, these, these victims. There's somebody else doing that, too. Who's that? Couchsurfers.net. Couchsurfers.net. Yeah, yeah, I think I've heard about this, too. I, this is, I think, like, the Airbnb was, like, more... Well, High-end version, right? Couchsurfers was always free. Yeah, it's, yeah it, couchsurfing is always free. Airbnb is based on the idea that, like, you have a spare room in your house and you can rent it out to people who are traveling. Like, I know people, I, uh, some friends of mine just traveled, like, across the country using nothing but Airbnb. They said it was the best thing ever. Incidentally, there was also an article today saying that uh, Airbnb had contributed something like $42 million to uh, San Francisco's economy. Yeah, I believe it because they're, they're one of the cities where they first started this, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just it pops up all over the place, and San Francisco is certainly a destination city. Definitely, definitely. Cowsurfing dot org. It, it looks like is that what it was? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. travel yeah. the world and stay with friends you haven't yet met. Huh? That seems dangerous. Is this the thing you do when you go backpacking? Kind of. I mean, sure. Well, yeah, it's okay. like a hostel, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody would want to stay in my house. I'm sorry, it sounds dangerous. It, it, or fun. It, it could be dangerous. There were, there, I mean, there, there was articles about it, like Airbnb where people would go rent the room and then completely trash the place, you know, and just leave it. So you'll have that. Couch surfing is is set up a lot like what it sounds like. Like you're crashing on some dude's couch or a spare bedroom if they have one. They'll they'll guarantee a breakfast. I think that's the expectation is that you do do something with them and you don't just kind of squat and run, that you kind of interact with them and, and, and the people that are there. It's kind of like yeah, a, that's the hope. I mean, you don't you obviously don't have to. I feel like there's more danger in couch surfing than there is in Airbnb. Yeah. It's because there's much less of a trail with couch surfing. Yeah. Make it sound so vicious like they're all going to hurt us. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, one more here. I, I, How many people have disappeared because of something like couch surfing, though? We, we don't know. Exactly. <laughs> None. <laughs> they were never heard from again. This is like that, uh, that, that episode of SVU where, where, uh, where the, the whole surface is just like a cover up ring for, for like, like 
Organ selling. Organ sell, kidney selling, or or or, or sex trade. Oh, I love the sex trade. <laughs> um, so I, I got one here. I thought this was interesting. Uh, Apple takes cue from Google, encourages employees to work on pet projects. And I did not put a link here for the story. That's that was awesome of me. Yeah. Uh, so apparently they're doing this. They're calling a pro, they're calling the initiative Blue Sky. Encourages employees to devote some of their time to personal pet projects. From whatever article I didn't put a link to for this, uh, probably The Verge. Not uh, so basically, it's similar to Google's twenty percent time policy, which lets employees uh, spend a fifth of their time working on personal projects. Um, like what? Like what kind of projects can I work on? Like fix the garden out back. Well, no, no, no. Like, well, Google, Google, like a lot of stuff we enjoy now are twenty percent projects to begin with. Uh, they escape me at the moment. Rob, help me out. Um, I think there's there was some big ones. I think Gmail or something like that. Was yeah, I felt like there was like a Gmail, like some of the big ones we we've heard about. Yeah, like like uh, yeah. productive projects. Talk. They all come out of pet projects. And just okay. the idea is that I mean, if you work at Google, like you're there because you want to be there. It's kind of the same thing. Like where I work, we certainly all have our pet projects, and it's not like your pet projects are like making a better ham sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> using the technology that we use on a daily basis to do things that like. You see a goal in, but maybe the company doesn't see a goal in. So the way it works is Google is if you develop something, eventually they have sort of like these pitches where if you find if you build something that you think is worth the company's time, you can pitch it and they might pick it up and fund the project and turn it into something like Gmail. Sounds awesome. Yeah, it's called Blue Sky. Uh, apparently, that's the initiative within Apple. There, uh, sorry, Bobby's asking in the chat room. Because he, I don't know, he said something about like blue sky net, so I don't know. Oh, Ooh. blue sky net. He's okay. making a joke there, buddy. I see. <laughs> I see where this is going. <laughs> but, um, but I don't know. This is this is one of those things where I think you're going to see Apple become very unApple like. It's I think it's inevitable outside of Steve Jobs. You know, um, there's really you know, especially with guys like you know, was Scott Forsall just got booted out of the program. Uh, yeah, there was the whole remix. I mean, we're going to see yeah. the way that Apple has been run for the last, even the way that Apple was run under Steve Jobs, because like uh, uh, Steve Jobs was under the skeuomorphic design, which is like what you see in um, like Game Center is probably the worst example of it, where everything emulates something in reality, mm -hmm. right? like that weird felty look or even the calendar look, which is like it's cute, but as far as interface design goes, it's just considered awful, and it's something that we kind of put up with. And uh, Johnny Ives has never liked skeuomorphic design, um, so everything has been changed around to the point where the like that kind of thing is going to stop, and a lot of things are going to change as a result of the mix-up at Apple last weekend. Speaking of mix-ups, uh, this was actually breaking today. So again, I didn't have a chance to put it in the in the. Uh, well, then how are we supposed to talk about it? Well, then I'm going to put it out there, and you guys can go Google an article. No. As I try to remember the fellow's name that just got uh, just got ousted from Microsoft. It should already be there. Uh, Sarnofsky, right? Steven yeah, Sarnofsky, who is the head of the Windows division, <laughs> who just put out a freaking Windows 8 less than two, two weeks ago. He called it Metro. It was time for him to go. Uh, Mojave. I don't know much about this. Um... I I I know I know I was hearing that, that, that ah. this is still kind of breaking. So what's what's going on? I tried to use Bing on my phone and it started to get hot. Wow. Um, 
So, but, but, but still, that's got to be a big thing. I guess this is one of those guys that was kind of a polarizing figure in Microsoft that people, I guess a lot of key people kind of left Microsoft or went to other divisions because of him. But still, this is the guy that's kind of responsible for Windows kind of recovering from Vista, you could say. Yeah. Um, and, and the kind of big uh, change we're seeing with the whole live tiles, Metro, whatever you want to call it, interface going on. He's kind of the spearheader of that. Um, kind of, it really is kind of an odd time. Or is it? Is it that it's out the door so they don't really need him anymore? Uh, that they can make a change like this? It, it, I don't know, two weeks two weeks out from the, the, it being released and, and you, you, you boot the guy from the Windows division. Seems a little odd to me. Well, I mean, once the once the product's out, like it's not like basically once the project product is released, he is then ideally in charge of um, either future releases or maintaining the current release. And uh, this just means that like his entire team was not happy with him. Mm-hmm. Mutiny. Um, and it's it's extremely possible because even though you can say that you know he pushed for the tiles interface it could have been that his team pushed for the tiles interface and he just happened to champion that idea mm-hmm. so he's not necessarily responsible for the way that windows 8 looks on the like like actual uh idea churning side but he is he is, he is responsible for that idea surviving in the upper hierarchy of microsoft interesting hey, a lot of mix-ups lately will be uh be interesting to see where they go with uh this stuff so um yeah so that's all i had lined up for this week what did anything come pop up that you guys uh wanted to talk about before we head out of here uh rob um i really hate la a lot <laughs> yeah how was that trip <laughs> that that smog thing that they talk about they're not kidding that's, that's a, a real problem. thing that's a real thing and the traffic yeah they're not like they're not exaggerating at all Ugh. it's as bad as they say it is wow so no one should ever want to go to L.A. ever. Correct. Like, I, why would anybody go there as a tourist? It seems like you've been bamboozled by a travel company Hollywood? at that point. Hollywood? Yeah, Hollywood. I Hollywood. mean, I was right outside of Beverly Is Hollywood even like Hollywood? I mean... It's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's it's it's, it's a place for a certain kind of person, and, and I'm not that person. I'm also not the kind of person to go on a cruise ship. I feel like the same person who goes to L.A. for fun would love to go on a cruise ship. <laughs> To be fair, I've been on three cruise ships. Ooh. <laughs> I, yeah, I've always, I've always tried wrapping my head around that cruise ship because I always hear about, like, the Mac cruise, which would be interesting, like a bunch of geeks together on a cruise going, I think they went to Australia this year. No, that wouldn't be cool. Everyone would be, I, I, no, everyone I've been would trying be, to figure if that no would be No one would talk cool. to each other. Everyone would be indoors uh, sending tweets. Lots of sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would probably be pretty weird. I mean, the cruise, right? It's that you're you're basically in a giant hotel that you can never leave. <laughs> with bad water. Yeah, yeah, with like bad water and cramped quarters Ooh. and you have to put up with everybody around you and the food is never particularly good. And usually when it says like all expenses paid, they mean like PS you're footing the bill for your alcohol, but everything else is covered. Oh. Which is why the food is bad. So, like, I could see going to, like, I'm a fan of the idea of, like, an Arctic cruise, like an Alaskan cruise, I guess, or something like that. That'd be cool. Yeah, I feel like that'd be cool because it's <laughs> stuff you, like, never get a chance to see. And I want to pet a whale. But I went to, like, Jamaica and St. Martin and St. Thomas and all that nonsense. Like and I'd forget that, man. 
Uh, Tom Bobbitt said, hundreds of pale people hiding from the equator sun. <laughs> well, was, yeah, I, I feel like a nerd cruise is hilarious because you get a shot of the top, a shot of the top deck, and there's nobody there. <laughs> <laughs> or, or it's a ton of people outside on laptops. Or it, tablets. it sounds like it sounds like they do this cruise in a mix with everybody else. Well, I'm gonna try to bring it up with a love boat theme. Like, like, yeah, there's like there's like this whole other cruise going on. Oh, on forums, macro, anyone going on a Mac cruise? It's got to be a site for this, right? There's got to be pictures of it. So Insightcruises.com. Like. Here, let's try to bring Their this PR up. Their PR is going to be a bunch of people. I don't know. Fun. Geekcruises.com, oh I just gosh. found. The only cruise that I would probably want to go on is the uh, Joko one. Yeah, the Joko Jonathan Crazy Col- uh, crazy Cruise. Yeah, and that's yeah. all like Jonathan Colton and Tenery. Like nerd music, so I think, now this is this got to be a different one because this one's going from like Tampa to Key West to well, there's a bunch of uh, nerd cruises or geek cruises or whatever. Like I know Leo Laporte goes on like several per year or something. Yeah, he's currently on. That's why that's why this is kind of at the top of my mind because uh, uh, they're they, I think he's currently two weeks away at the one in Australia, ah. like around there. So I want to uh, do pod camp on a boat. <laughs> we actually started talking about this when we were drinking Saturday night there. Um, Tom also said, uh, so the geeks are below deck. Seems sort of like, ti- uh, seems, yeah, sort of Titanic to me. Mm. Yeah, they're dancing. No, they're not dancing. Well, <laughs> they're dancing, playing their fiddle. Playing their fiddle, playing, playing some. Dance Dance Revolution. Playing some Dance Dance Revolution. There you go. You just replace that scene with some Dance Dance Revolution on a boat. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, there's, there's usually a pretty good arcade on a cruise ship. Ooh. I mean, that'd be worth it. Just a cruise ship arcade, period. I played a lot of, uh, of air hockey. I was into that. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? I played air hockey. On a boat? played sure. air hockey, and I had uh, I was introduced to Red Bull floats. Oh. What is that? <laughs> it's, it's, if you, it's basically if you like the taste of Red Bull, which I do, and uh, it's just Red Bull and vanilla ice cream, and it's amazing. Huh. Yeah. All right. Let's get me some ice cream and some wings. <coughs> I think we should try those right now. I'll be up for the next couple of days. That'll be tremendous. Wow, yeah, here you go. <laughs> Land party as the I'm boat looking, sinks. I'm looking at this one. Let's see. This is the Mac Mania 5 seminars. I, I, what do they do on these cruises? Here's what they do. Uh, Sunday, October 29th. Introduction to digital photography track. This is PodCamp. Uh, introduced to shooting raw. We're doing it wrong. Uh, iPhone 6 and Photoshop elements for workflow oh this is exciting oh idvd and imovie uh amazingly cool utilities photography a lot of photography file sharing 101 hated it really uh mac gems uh 10 things that every mac user should try that's experimentive there leo laporte's personal podcasting primer uh a unix guide to osx i want to learn unix on a cruise. On a cruise. In Australia. Those are the people that will pay to go on it. A non-geek's introduction to open source. Then why are you here? <laughs> wow. Apple script fundamentals. Pod add-ons. Really. It is PodCamp. It, 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 it does sound like if we made like PodCamp like an Apple-only thing and did it on a boat. On a boat. I mean, seriously, I, there is. I, I feel like this cruise appeals to like neckbeards that have way too much money, which is an interesting niche. I, and they're doing well with it, apparently. Yeah, sure. So, ground floor guide to Mac. Oh, here's here's all the descriptions for everything. And, and yeah, and there's not as wow. 
this is this is what's blowing me my mind because there's not even as many sessions here as there are at PodCamp. What's it cost? Let's hear the final numbers. Uh, looks on this. What, uh, from the other page I was on. I think it's oh here right here. Starts at convenience fee of seven ninety five, which includes all courses, course materials, and Bon Voyage cocktail party. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it stops. It starts around eight hundred dollars. It looks like Actually, that might just be for this stuff. I think like then you pay for the cruise. Yeah, I think it's eight hundred dollars for like the event and then the rest is for the cruise oh here we go cruise prices vary uh from 79.99 for an inside stateroom to 21.99 for a full suite per person so you're dropping three grand for the course in the suite mm-hmm. i don't fit in those little rooms for those attending the conference there is a so i could just go on the cruise i'm just also paying for the conference yep wow Five times dumb it's cheaper Taxes are eighty-three dollars per person. Wow! So uh, Mac cruises, yeah. Pod, <laughs> pod cruise, pod. Well, it would be pod cruise Pittsburgh. I, you know, I was saying we just get a, we just get one of those Gateway Clippers. You know why? Majestic. I could never go on one, or I should never go on one of these why? cruises because I'd end up in my room for like a week playing video games. And, we, we do a and getting motion sickness. There you Ooh. go. <laughs> not just from the first-person shooters. Um, wow, why not do a video game one of these? Are there vi- Hold on. Video game cruises. Video game cruises. This is going to get something battle. else, isn't Add it? Add cruise to anything. Mm, Carnival video arcade. That's not right. Video game cosplay cruise. Anthrocon cruise? Wait. Furry cruises. Furry cruises. I bet there's furry cruises. Oh, all right. No. All right. Oh, let's, no, no. let's wrap this up. Furry yeah, this cruises. 2013. What the hell? <laughs> Furrycruise.com. We missed this year's already? Oh, man. December 2nd, six days, seven nights. Woohoo! All right. Let's. I, <laughs> oh, we're done. <laughs> I'm forward to Mikey and Big Bob. Say goodnight, Mike. Good night, Good night, Mike. Mike. All right, uh, guys. That's um, uh, this has been awesome, Cass. And uh, <laughs> next week will be the furry cast. Um, apparently, I can't talk anymore. So, Chachi, can you give the outro? Hey, you can uh, get in touch with us at uh, contact at awesomecast.com or on Twitter at awesomecast. We have a website; it's kind of broken. So, when that comes back up, uh, we'll let you know. Um, you can bookmark it though awesomecast.com and uh yeah so uh rob do you have anything you want to announce going on uh my i'm uh, i'm tooting some things for uh, my company as of recent nice so uh we uh we're in the process of filing trademark to get our twitter handle um because some uh something or other is squatting our actual name but we are ion underscore tank at the moment so if you want to see pictures and videos of fancy things and blinking lights you should check that out <laughs> he's got this guy's got a funny name all right yeah he does and mike anything well, just gonna get ready for the weekend hope big ben's okay you got, anything, you got anything to plug you're working on I'm just doing a lot of work right now doing some developing Met with a guy tonight that does that uh, what was that program that he works with wellnessprogram.org sounds pretty interesting I'm going to get involved in some holistic healing good 
Good. Glad to hear that came out. I, I don't know how much I can say about it yet, so it wasn't good. Well, it's kind of ironic because with my background in pharmacy, I actually gave my master's thesis was about homeopathic therapy, and it's kind of why I am where I am right now. None of the pharmacists want to work with somebody who thinks they're a homeopath. Hmm. Hmm. That might be an extended problem. Anyways, uh, I'm at Sorgatron.com, SorgatronMedia.com, at Sorgatron on the Twitters. I've been doing some blogging last week. Uh, I tried to do the no blow blow mo mo me. That came out really bad. I'm just going to say I take one day a week, write a lot of stuff, and, and post it. I think that's All what right. I'm going to do. I don't know when that's going to be yet. Who cares? But I just... Thanks, Josh. Hey. How's your writing going? Yeah. What's up? No, about that. What's up? Yeah. How's your writing? On hey. any site? Right there. Right there. Yeah? Okay. Either way, either way, thank you. Okay. I'm glad I don't do the next podcast because I need a rest on the voice. Um, thank you very much to our awesome chat room. You guys have been rolling all night with us here. Uh, what's up, Tom Bobbitt, Bobby F. J. Town, and Brother Sorg, and uh, John Harris joining us as usual as well. Uh, uh, thank you, our awesome chat room. You've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week.